Welcome to Rogues on the Road, discovered in 1812, naked and afraid under the deep and unforgiving canopy of Central Park. This indigenous duo sold their share of the Louisiana Purchase, swam to Port Chester, and set up shop with their co-host, the Standby Gypsy. From their humble beginnings, Rogues on the Road has quickly become the longest-running and most popular food and beverage podcast in recorded history. So, sit back, pour a cold pint, and tighten your spray skirt, you ninny-muggin. All right, welcome to Rogues on the Road. We are live at Bar Convent, Brooklyn, uh, where we talk travel, food, beverage, and most definitely, in this case, everything, everything. in, be- everything in between. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Matt. I'm Rich. And I'm Gypsy. And uh, we've got one, maybe two guests. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> it depends upon how far we go. Yeah, here we go. We've got... Fausto Zapata, I have to say it. <laughs> and we've got now Nat- just, I love that name. Natalia, Natalia Garcia Brook. Hey. Close right. enough. Well, Close enough. They're, they're joining us from an experience. Uh, we're still getting over. We're still. <laughs> still got ice on my bum. I think it's, it's already begun. I, like, I'm, I'll, I'm ready to go again. You going again? So, Silencio Mezcal. We, we came here last year, and there are a lot of beverages on the market. And when we came in and saw you guys and your brand and what you're doing and the passion behind what you guys are doing was blew us away. And we were so hoping that you'd be back this year, and you are. And bigger and better, apparently. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, get, we'll get into that. And, and wait, and darker. And darker. <laughs> it's definitely gotten darker. So, and we'll get, we'll get into our little... Your, you're like, you guys should go and try it. <laughs> so we did, and we're glad we did. Um, but we'll get, we'll get into that. We will. So tell us a little bit about, I mean, you guys are, are presenting a mezcal that is absolutely phenomenal. What is a mezcal? There you go. Great question. Thank so, you. welcome. So mezcal is the oldest distilled spirit in the Americas. It is distilled from the agave plant. Uh, depending on who you ask, there are about 200 species and subspecies of agave. That's what I heard. Wow. Yep. So most people know mezcal's cousin, which is tequila, right? Yeah. Okay. People don't realize that tequila is a mezcal because mezcal is technically any distilled spirit that comes from the agave plant. Okay. Mezcal is now its own category. The difference is that most tequila comes from the region of Jalisco, whereas most mezcal comes from the region of Oaxaca. Oh, wow. Another big difference is how the process takes place. Tequila uh, steam cooks the agaves in these brick ovens or large autoclaves. Mezcal is roasted in underground pits for a period of three to, four to, five, three, three to five days. Oh, wow. That gives us a very distinct smoky flavor. So that's really uh, one of the, if you look at mezcal for what it is, it's a very artisanal drink. It's a very handcrafted drink, and it's, it's a beautiful drink. It's, it's a, a very soulful drink. complex Actually, so full is a very good way of putting it. It actually comes out <laughs> definitely in your... And mystical. And mystical. Very, yeah. very mystical. Yeah. It's, and 
So you do you use one type of agave in your process? So all tequila comes from one type of agave, which mm-hmm. is Weber Blue Agave. Mm-hmm. Mezcal can come from any type of agave. Okay. So that's one of the things you're looking for in mezcal. You're right. looking for the flavor profiles of the agave. That makes it a lot like like the wine of spirits. The same right. way you're looking for your flavor t- profiles in right. your Merlots or your Pinots right. or your Cabs. You're looking for it in all your different varietals of agave. At the same time, you're looking for a great balance of smoke and a great balance of proof and everything else that comes in between. So right. the biggest difference is the method of producing. And the biggest difference is the method of producing. Right. The agaves that are being roasted. Right utilized and obviously the region as well there's a lot more variables involved that that uh affect the taste so you know it's it's like again we brought it up in some others terroir you know you're where you're growing agave uh is going to affect the flavor profile well, where are you growing it What's, who's making it right. who your master mescalier is it right. everything comes that becomes part of it and the beautiful thing about it is again that's what makes it soulful it is, I compare it more to dance than anything. Yeah, I've ever seen somebody, you know, from Cuba maybe, who was born dancing yeah. and the dancing just flows. Yeah, or right. somebody who learned how to dance later. Right. And it's a little more mechanic. Right. Mezcal is like that. I mean, mezcal is made by people who were making it for generations. And there is a lot of essence, a lot of... Passion. Soul. Beyond passion. Yeah. And just, uh, it's, it's there. I mean, you can't, you can't replicate it. You can't, uh, you know, try to uh, cut corners with, with the beautiful process that it is. And that's uh, how, at least how I fell in love with it. Is, is mezcal historically older than tequila as far as the process? Well, the thing is, if, you see, if, you, if you're saying, going back to what I said earlier, that um, mezcal is any distilled spirit from the agave plant, then that technically makes tequila a mezcal, right. much like Bacanora, Sotol, Raicilla, all the other agave distillates. Mezcal really became its own category because of all its all unique uh, traits. Yeah. Uh, you know, in the last, I mean, it's always been there. But it started becoming more popular in Mexico City, and it grew out of there. And it's really just a fantastic. Uh, it's it's. I don't know if it's ironic, but it, it's it's interesting that tequila is so big. It, it's 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 kind of like vodka. We some of us in the years we call vodka bourbon with no soul, <laughs> right? So it's it's like tequila is very one dimensional. In, in certain aspects in, in a traditional, not traditional, but in a basic American flavor profile. Tequilas can be very beautiful, uh, especially when you get into, you know, Añejos and Double Añejos, and they can be, but when you get into a Mezcal, it's, it is exactly what you're saying it is. Oh, it's a wonderful, I mean, look, I'm a big lover of tequila, and it's a wonderful yeah. drink, but it's a very, much more of a horizontal drink. Yes. The reason uh, it started becoming aged it's because that's what you could do with it right. to create uh, different versions of it. Right. So you got the extra añejos and añejos and everything. And it became very, very whiskey-fied because yep. you're, you're aging it also right. in barrels, whiskey barrels and wine barrels and all, you name it. Um, mezcal is one of the only spirits that really comes out of the distillation with all of its attributes. You know, I, I mean, at least I like saying, even though there is aged mezcal, I like saying that it's a bit of overkill because what you're looking for comes right out of the um, still. That is, and a, it's that's in most thing. pure form. And it, and even if you think about it, I mean, uh, people automatically like to uh, compare uh, or put a mezcal in the same bucket of tequila. But I would almost, you know, compare more with a whiskey. Okay. Um, and actually, I have my wonderful national brand ambassador, Natalia here, who is from Ireland and knows a thing or two about whiskey. And she can tell you why that is. So why why <laughs> is that, Natalia? Um, well. There's a couple of big things with whiskey and mezcal when you differentiate them. 
I don't know about you, but I can't keep a plant alive. And uh, cactus <laughs> are my best friends. With mezcal, you actually have to keep an agave plant alive for over seven years, right? Whereas with whiskey, the production process happens in the early stages, and then you're waiting for the aging process. Right. So the luxury of both is different. One is aged in a barrel, the other one's aged in the ground. And mezcal gets all of its beautiful flavors from the terroir and keeping it alive, basically. So. Don't give her any cats. Like you can't. No. I'll say, <laughs> no, 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 none of my you're cats. None of my dogs. For me. No, no, no. But think about what we're talking about here. Now we've already talked about attributes that come from tequila. Attributes come from whiskey. Attributes come from wine. So that again makes mezcal such a multi-layered, such a yeah. story. And that's what I like saying. It's a story more than a spirit. Yeah. Right. Mm. And how did you get into it? I got into it, mezcal, I'm from Mexico City originally. Okay. Um, mezcal has always been my drink of choice. Okay. I always had a very deep fascination and love for it. Also remember that mezcal comes from, uh, uh, even though you can, it comes from nine different regions, uh, most of it, over 94% of it, comes from the state of Oaxaca. And Oaxaca is really the most beautiful state in Mexico. I know I'll get in trouble for saying this, sure. but <laughs> no. I am a human. Okay. And I'm from Mexico City, by the way. Right. But Oaxaca is, I like saying that if you take the very best of Mexico and put it into one single state, that's Oaxaca. It's wonderful. And it's this gorgeous colonial state, uh, colonial city, and it's, uh, the people are just wonderful. It's a culinary capital of Mexico. So I was always in love with kind of the whole spectrum of it. going to Oaxaca, eating wonderful food, hanging out with my friends there, drinking mezcal. So I always knew I would get involved with it in one way or another. And it seems like it's all, the way you're describing it, it seems like it's all interconnected. It is. It, it is. It, it is. In, you know the 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 foods, the culture, the mezcal. It's all has a deep connection with each other, and they work off each other. Well, that's the beauty of uh, of the wonderful industry we live in. I mean, yeah, right. the reason that you're sipping uh, any kind of spirit is because it, you bring elements together, you bring food together, conversation, travel experiences. Right. That's what it's all about. Yeah. If, you, if you're all, if you're not putting it all together, then something's off, right? Right. So that was always my love with, with mezcal. And then uh, one day, yeah, I always talked about it. I wasn't uh, really pursuing it actively. And then one day, I, uh, there's a charity I support in LA and I wanted to throw a, an event to raise funds for it. And I decided to do it around mezcal. And we have a saying in the world of mezcal, which is that you don't find mezcal, mezcal Find's finds you. you. <laughs> and it really did, because yeah. by when, I, when I put this event together with my, with my business partner, Vicente Cisneros, um, we went down to Oaxaca to really balance it and, and, and make sure it was just spot on for what we were trying to do. And by the time we were done with it, we were already, you know, in it. Right. And it's what are you going to do after that? You got to keep going. There's <laughs> yeah, a calling. Like, there. All right, this is all. This has begun. So Here yeah, that's how the adventure began, and we ended up. Uh, you know, it was wonderful that we were able to to raise a lot of funds for that charity, and it's called the Chase Foundation in LA. And um, and in the same time, Mescal found us, and we just decided to continue going and built this wonderful company from it. What does the uh, Chase Foundation do? Chase Foundation was started by a gentleman called Robin Richards, and it it, it funnels. Uh, uh, capital from uh, Child Life Services, which is the organization that, when the, when a child spends long periods of time in a hospital, okay. uh, many times facing the inevitable, yep. they're still kids. Yep. So this is the group that helps them cope. That's so cool. the Chase Foundation supports Child Life Services for UCLA Mattel Children's Hospital okay. and LA Children's Hospital and several others. Thank you. So it's kind of it's a good cause. It's kind of interesting that you have taken on a spirit that has so much soul and then you give it uh, you start your company by 
passing that kind of soul on to a, a charitable foundation. So it was incredible. It was cool. great karma. That's yeah, great brilliant. Karma. Life is full of karma. Yeah. And then we just put it together, and it was, uh, it's been a just incredible journey, and, and really, you know, the most incredible aspect of it. I always like saying what I probably one of the things I most say is that the foundation of this industry it's not beverages, it's people. Yeah, absolutely. We were just saying that. Hundred percent. So the yeah. the people that came together, Natalia and the, the incredible team that came together has really been what put this company together. I attribute it. I mean, we have far and away the most exquisite and extraordinary spirit. We have far and away the most, you know, mischievous brand, and we love branding, <laughs> uh, and we love we'll, we'll, brand. we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. But really, it's the people behind it. I mean, we have an incredible group of people that have come together, and we've become a family, and it has been really what has created this company and, and, uh, and, and brought our success. That's uh, And how long have you been going? So this, uh, from, from the first time we, from conception, in probably about six years. Mm. Oh, very good. And, um, and when, you, when you first sold the first bottle, you made it. Uh, tell us about the first reaction from, from the market. What, what did people take, take from it? It was wonderful. That was really it because uh, it really wasn't this event that came together. And, you know, you have a pretty picky crowd. I mean, yeah. a lot of people who know what they're drinking and yeah. know what, they're, what they want to taste. So we really balanced a beautiful, beautiful uh, spirit. I mean, mezcal can be a spectrum it can be very very intimidating and what we wanted to do was create something incredibly approachable incredibly exquisite that people would automatically fall in love with so I was uh, so pleasantly surprised when I saw people's reaction to it because it was I want another one <laughs> you know I mean there was there's you have all the down. options in the world there's all the wine and champagne and yeah, spirits yeah. and cocktails and it's like I want another one and give it to me neat because I want to taste it again yeah, and that's the first time when I looked up a sent my partner like wow this is really something right I mean yeah, yeah. We're people were just right? loving and yeah. loving it and that's the thing about mezcal I mean once you try it it's really hard to go back to anything yeah. else I and mean it, it really finds you and it's a very it's a very diverse spirit because it, it's it's almost you know if, if you look at Isla single malts you have these smoked you know, peated whiskeys mm -hmm. that the range is all over the place. Completely. The range is all, Completely. you just need to find that range. And when we got into, when we got into your mezcal, it was, you get this perfectly, just a right amount of sweetness balanced with that smoky, um, it's, 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 per, it's perfectly it balanced. Wasn't, it wasn't too smoky. Right, like and, and, and I think and I'm not a big fan. Of exactly, smoke. so that's why I think it, it balances with right. a wide variety of palettes. And I love that you say that because that's exactly it. I mean, and that is really what we were looking for. Exactly, I wouldn't repeat it because you said it's so perfect. That's right. <laughs> that's, right. that's that's, but that's how, that's truly what it is. It it it's um a, it's a really really well balanced spirit that that appeals to I think a huge crowd. And I would drink. The, I don't. I would. I, we had the cocktails. Yeah, and we had a shot, and we want to talk about. <laughs> we, the, do we the, want? Yeah, I think it's very important. Is, is, is it, it very important for people to understand the the, the uh, abuse? No, I wouldn't say that. Enjoyment. I was the genius, really, the genius in the marketing strategy. I want to know when the inspiration, the idea came from, because I, I I can't imagine as soon as you made the spirit that you were like, oh, this is how we want to market and brand it. How did you come about the, the, the marketing strategy for this company? Well, we've gone through, you know, a lot of. Uh, it's been a journey. Um, you can actually, by the way, you can see last year, I went onto your Instagram account and I 
scrolled through, don't ever change it, I scrolled through your Instagram <laughs> from the start, uh-huh. and you can see the evolution exactly. of your brand, exactly. and it is really cool. Exactly. To, to today, it's very cool. And that's the thing, I mean, look, we sell two things. We sell the spirit, and we sell the brand. And they're both equally important. Right. And we put equal love to both. Right. And it's an experience. Right. Completely. It's, uh, that's what I'm, I, I mean, I like describing more as, uh, as we bottle stories, we bottle experiences. Uh, again, the juice is exquisite, but the stories that we tell are right. as exquisite. So we like, uh, we like pushing it. We like bending it without breaking it. We like uh, reinventing ourselves. <laughs> yeah. we like, Definitely uh, looks like there's some bending. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you don't must break it. And some, yeah, li- and no. some light spanking. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not so light. I don't know. It's a spoiler alert there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you do... You so this experience, so we, for those of you that are listening, we, there, there's a, looks like a, a 20 foot shipping container that's been converted into speakeasy, right? A speakeasy, yeah. Yeah, kind correct. of a, kind of a dark, but very inviting speakeasy. And we, uh, we're, we're greeted on the outside by a very exotic woman in very interesting makeup and costume. Again, a little scary. A little intimidating, <laughs> I have to say. I was not expecting But enticing, right? But strangely yeah. inviting. <laughs> enticing. That's a good way. See, and it's kind of like you've done, like, I don't know if you planned it this way, but oh, it's like your mezcal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah. I'm not sure about this, but I really want it. Oh, it's really good. Right. Right. You know? So we, we walk into this shipping container. It's dark. And we get guided in, and there are two altars. Yeah. And we are told to kneel. No, ordered. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were not. We there was never no asking involved at no. any point. So do you do you, you must kneel yeah. before your yeah before your goddess your I goddess I yeah. think she said yeah, yeah. Um, we were we were anointed yeah we were anointed and uh, then we were given a sip of this no, like a mouth fell off it was like a yeah, yeah there was no sipping and it was, it was very more of a pour <laughs> yeah. she and threw my hat off she just <laughs> smashed it off my know. head like how dare you wear a hat at my altar and, okay and I've, got, I've got to say it was an experience it was an experience but it was it was not a gimmicky experience no, no it yeah. Wasn't yeah it was it genuine was, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was cool you, you have got to do this wherever you go because it is and it is not gimmicky it is very very it's very well done what did you do last year was it similar we had a smaller uh, just speak easy okay it was still just amazing it was wonderful but this was was, were the same ladies involved no okay (laughs) this was an experience and then we get we we make it through our our ceremony our ceremony a rites of passage our cacao ceremony we've actually done a cacao ceremony with a Peruvian shaman that was she would have loved that yeah she would and then we get escorted up to the bar where we have two cocktails Mm. and the cocktails I had a passion fruit tears of what is it help me out Natalia. The elixir of life. The elixir, elixir of, of life. life. Can you explain a little bit about that cocktail? Um, something delicious. It's, it's actually Torin Swain's creation, and uh, he's our market manager. And um, there's a little bit of mezcal, obviously, or espadine. And then you have some passion fruit, and it's just really simple. And then he put in some Greek yeah. Yeah, drops. That? You'll have to ask him. Yeah, oh, I will. <laughs> he's and the so genius behind yeah. it. Just, just when you thought the cocktail was over, and also, that's another thing. 
mezcal and passion fruit. We were speaking with the passion fruit liqueur. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Chinola. It's delicious. You don't, you don't DR, think yeah. that would be a merriment of flavors, and it goes so well together. And then you had this, like, whatever this lime oil tincture thing yeah, keeps yes. it going. just coated your mouth on the end and it was yeah. just a great experience and you yeah. guys what did you guys have I have no idea no I we thought had you had the, had the tears we had the, had we the, had the elixir of life I think that's what it was wasn't there the, the, so the, the elixir of life was the passion fruit one and then the tears of the goddess yeah. has yeah. the tears of the black rabbit that's which is the charcoal mm. oil that's what right. I yeah. um, and that's milk punch with milk silencio punch. and then some tears that's so good yeah. so I once dated a girl that loved mezcal and when she when she first gave it to me, I was, I'll be honest, I was not a fan. I was not a fan. It was too strong for me. But I have to say, your particular brand of mezcal, I enjoy a lot. I enjoy a lot, and it, I think it, I think it's above and beyond. You know the brands that that are out there right now. And I want to just say you guys are doing an amazing job. So for yeah. those that that are on the on the fence that have maybe said, "Oh, mezcal, you know, is not my favorite, you know, drink or whatever," keep trucking. I, keep trucking. Yep. Uh, 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 search out and find uh, Silencio and, and and make a cocktail with it because it'll it'll change your mind about it because it's it's it is an experience. It is an experience, <laughs> yeah, really, man. Really it really well is, yeah. I, and I don't want it to sound so cliched because people use that term all the time, but it really is. Yeah, it really is. I will say we're quite careful about the first experience with okay. people with mezcal because. Yeah. There's a lot of people have had that story of going down to like Cabo or somewhere and they've right. drank something out of a bottle that had a worm right. and somebody told them it was mezcal but mm. you're not really sure and the whole goal is to just finish that and eat the worm and you right. never yeah, want to yeah, try yeah. mezcal again, right. right? Right. So a big part of what we've been doing is a reintroduction to the category of mezcal mm -hmm. because like Fausto said, it's the, the most ancient spirit in the Americas. Mm. So this level of education that we're bringing to people of like taste it again taste it properly find the mezcal yeah. that works for your palate you know there's so many varietals of agave and yeah we hope that everyone kind of gets introduced to silencio and mezcal as a category and yeah. then goes and finds I think the rest silencio of their is journey. the only one I'm going to drink now I'll I think, tell you that yeah. I definitely <laughs> think, yeah. I think that is yeah. the gateway I've had I've had a I've had a bunch of mezcals and I had a, a was it a pachuga? Yeah. Nice. That was interesting. That was like a uh, interesting. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> Good choice of words. I've, I've never, I've never had a whole chicken in in a in a gin basket distilled wow. with. It was very interesting. But I, I get the silencio is that is, I think my favorite, my absolute. I would. Highly suggest people. Yes. It's great to hear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, where, uh, where can, what states? Hopefully, everywhere. Uh, California is our biggest market. Okay. We're available in New York as well. You can find us in Texas, DC, Maryland, Virginia, Nevada, mm. Arizona, New Mexico, okay. Hawaii. Right. I have to ask. <laughs> I mean, you guys are based in LA. The part you guys throw parties because they must be insane. Like th do. that, that, that installation should be a party. <laughs> now I'm a little nervous. <laughs> oh no, I'm gonna go visit them. Let me know. Can I get the invite? Yeah. Okay. Yes, we do, and we throw great parties. I bet you do. Keep your eye out for <laughs> yes. uh, the next one. I will make sure you get a, Please. a note. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Grab some life insurance. I uh, <laughs> may not need it. I may not need it. I may need some soul insurance. I think I sold my soul over there. I don't know. You may have. I don't know. You may have. It's a good deal. It was. <laughs> I promise. We'll I hope so. We'll come find it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Thank for, you so much. Yeah, for this is great. For sharing your passion and sharing a spirit that is really making a, 
I don't even want to call it a comeback. It's it's really making it's it's really entering into. I just love that it's like you said the most ancient spirit of the Americas. Like it 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 really is the the, the soul of America. You know, and, it's and a wonderful spirit, and we take a lot of pride in what we do. And again, the the family has come together. Shows, so I thank you so much for yeah. the space to talk about it. And I want to follow you guys on Instagram to. Oh, yes, where can people story. find and follow you? Oh, yes. we've, been, we've been following you since last year. Uh, please do, Ms. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You guys have a few more followers. <laughs> <laughs> the yes. more the merrier. Yeah. Those, those uh, listening, please yeah. get on your smart devices as soon as you finish listening to this. And, there, and, there might and, be an extra zero somewhere. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> we um, lend them one. Yeah, seriously, seriously. So, But thank you. Thank you for listening in. Uh, we are recording from... Bar Convent Brooklyn. Yeah, Greenpoint. Uh, food and Beverage Magazine Podcasts. And uh, we're with Silencio and uh, yeah. a great mezcal. So Try thank it. you guys. Try Cheers. It. Cheers. 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 Thanks for stopping by and listening in. Check us out as well as other great podcasts at Food and Beverage Magazine's Podcast Network. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And remember to eat, imbibe, and dream. See you next show.